Hello, everyone. Welcome to Campus Safety Voices. I'm Robin Hattersley, Editor-in-Chief of Campus Safety Magazine. A healthcare organization can have great emergency response plans, but if they aren't tested, how can you tell if the plans actually work? Also, how can you determine if your officers, staff members, nurses, and doctors will respond appropriately under stress? You can't. That's why it's so important for hospitals to conduct emergency drills and exercises. However, full-scale emergency exercises can be challenging, challenging to conduct in healthcare settings. A viable alternative to full-scale exercises is tabletop exercises, and Ballot Health has adopted this approach. In this interview, Ballot Health Corporate Director and Chief Security Officer Ken Har, who is also one of this year's Campus Safety Director for the finalists, describes his organization's tabletop exercises why they adopted this approach and the results of this program. He also provides advice to other hospital security executives on these types of practice drills. So here's my interview with Ken Hart. Enjoy the show. So Ken, you choose to conduct um, tabletop exercises rather than full-scale active trigger exercises. Why? So in a healthcare setting, I, I believe it's very dangerous to conduct a full-scale active shooter exercise into one of the facilities. Um, there's too many moving parts with patients, visitors coming in the facility. If someone hears or sees something, they may react to the situation. Uh, the last thing we need is someone interjecting their own weapon into a, uh, a drill. Okay, and were the tabletops you, you ran, uh, were they only for active shooters or for other emergencies? So no, we've ran uh, tabletops for, for other emergencies. Um, we've done active shooter, opioid overdose with multiple victims, uh, mass casualties, severe weather, uh, regional exercises with, with evacuations uh, throughout Northeast Tennessee and Southwest Virginia and both uh, both states for all of our facilities. Okay, so what's all involved in each tabletop exercise? Can you, how long do they take? How often do you do them and how frequently and who participates? Sure, so you know, you got to plan the exercise, location, scenario, uh, coordinate the times with, with the people that are involved. So depending on the exercise, say an active shooter exercise, it takes one to two hours. Um, you know, the, the full-scale uh, exercises with uh, evacuations, they may take four, five, six hours to complete those particular types of exercises. Uh, we, we schedule, <clears throat> we also have many, what we call many tabletop exercises uh, that take about 20 minutes. And what those are is we go out in the facility and go to each, each unit and talk to them about, you know, active shooter. What would you do if a person came in down the hallway right now with a weapon? What is your response? Where are you going? You know, run, hide, fight. It, let them walk us through exactly what they're going to do at that particular moment. So we can narrow it down to about 20 minutes or uh, like I say, a, a real exercise for uh, active shooter, about one to two hours for the tabletop. And how often do you conduct these exercises? Because um, I mean, you've got 22 facilities 
that you, that you do security for? I mean, wow. <laughs> how, how often do you do them per, per facility? So we, we, we make sure that we do this at least every two years at every facility. For the active shooter, but, but you also have these, uh, what about the other um, uh, types of exercises like for other emergencies like opioid addiction, things like that? So we, we schedule those out maybe one a year for, the, for those, those particular types of incidents. Um, but yes, active shooter we do every two years to make sure that everybody uh, that's, that's involved is still, uh, still on the same page if something does happen. So like, do you do, getting back to the other emergency exercises, do you do, do those every year as well? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Now, considering you are responsible for the security for 22 facilities, how do you go about managing the tabletop exercises for all those locations and all the people involved? Like, do you delegate? So I, I do delegate some of the plan, but I also attend every exercise. I, I like to maintain the, the working relationship with law enforcement. So I, I do the planning with them, especially when it comes to you know, active shooter and having them involved. So I like to have that relationship with them. And uh, like I say, I delegate some of it, but I, I am there uh, at every, every uh, exercise. So how did you get buy-in from top executives as well as non-security staff members for all these exercises? I know it, it, it can take time out of their days and they're probably really busy. How do you get buy-in? How do you get their support? Actually, especially with active shooters, it's very easy. You know, with everything that's going on in the world, the frequency, the mass shootings, everyone's concerned and everyone wants to be prepared just in case something does happen in one side of, inside one of our facilities. So what have been the results of your tabletop exercises? Um, you know, better incident response overall, changes to improve your incident response? It, it does. Um, team members who have attended the exercises have a better understanding of what to do and what to expect if something does, does arise. And have you experienced anything, any actual incident where you've been able to apply those lessons you've learned from the tabletop exercises to actual events? But we have, um, we, we've had some, some mass casualty incidents that, uh, that have come in, you know, car wrecks and things of that nature um, that we've been able to put in place and that we've done the exercises prior. Great, and so what lessons have you learned from all these exercises? So one of the things that we've learned, especially with the active shooter um, tabletop is with law enforcement, uh, you know, Law enforcement is going to respond to your facility if something like this occurs. But, you know, in healthcare settings, we have a lot of access control that prohibits people from gaining entry into a lot of areas. So as we're going through the exercise, we noticed that, you know, that law enforcement would not be able to get to a lot of locations uh, because of the access control. So from that, we, we come up with two options. One was we, we made uh, go bags that are in designated locations that have access control cards, um, radios, blueprints of the, the facility, things of that nature. So they can actually pick that up and, and get around. Some of the other law enforcement agencies that, that touch us uh, that, that wanted it, we all actually offered them access control cards for each of their cruisers. And so inside their, their cruiser, they have a access control card 
that they can get around in the facility that touches their particular area. Well, and you bring up a really good point because I know maybe last year or a couple of years ago, there was actually an incident where law enforcement couldn't get in because of access, because of the access control. And yes. so, you know, the fact that you are giving them uh, access is, is a really good thing. Um, any advice to other healthcare facilities considering a similar approach to exercises and drills? I, I would just make sure you get everyone involved, get everybody's buy-in and don't just include a specific group. You know, don't just get with the managers, the directors or the, the C-suite. Make sure you get, get everyone involved that's inside those facilities. Uh, from security to EVS, to, to nursing, um, to physicians, everybody that, that works there, get them involved. And if you had to do it over, uh, over again, would you do anything differently? I wouldn't. Great. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything we've missed that you, you, you want to add? No, ma'am. I think that is it. All right. Well, Ken, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate your time.